Oh, hey there. I'm Scott Lahr. Oh, hi. I'm Ann Johnson. And we will not be ignored. Not tonight. Because this is She Will Not Be Ignored. This is a podcast highlighting and celebrating the female protagonist throughout the 90s, throughout the ages, as a driving force of cinema history and something that shaped both Scott and Mai's life. We owe these women everything. Mm-hmm. That's why we're celebrating them. That's why we're exonerating them. Thank you. And that's why we're really providing cogent analysis of the films that really lifted these women up to where they belong. There was a specific period in cinema history where a lady could get away with being the protagonist, the antagonist, a boxy cut shirt, a short haircut, and punching everyone in sight. And that's what this show is all about. Just hearing that makes me want to watch Double Jeopardy right now. Oh, God bless. But that's not what we're talking about today. Today we're talking about fatal attraction. Speaking of not being ignored. And do you know who we're fatally attracted to? Mm, Jeremy Byler. He's an award-winning writer. Peabody. Thank you. Heard of it. (laughs) (laughs) I have. And so has he. (laughs) And I don't know, Scott. You want to hear some music? Just kick it up a notch. Maybe a little Eartha K? I want to be Well, today's episode is all about fatal attraction. For those listening in, I'm going to say Mexico because I feel like we have yeah. a huge audience there. Atracción, yeah. la muerte. That's As, word for word. The title does have a spoiler in it. That's it a good is, point. It is fatal. <laughs> but for whom? Dun, dun, dun. Just a couple of quick notes about this piece. It's from 1987. Mm-hmm. And everyone in it but Michael Douglas was up for an Oscar. Is that true? Yes. Best picture, best director, best actress, best supporting actress. And Archer. And Archer. Who for all of it, I thought, was the mom from Poltergeist. Great. It's yep. not her, though. No. She's his wife, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, she yes. was good. She was good. I mean, it's a subtle performance in that... You know, she's barely in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, oh, and it was also up for best editing. Michael mm. Douglas was nominated for nothing. And I thought that was weird. And then I looked it up because Wall Street came out the same year and he won best actor for Wall Street. He was so. really crushing it in 87. Yeah, way to go, man. Sheesh. Mikey D. I I don't know. I agree with that Emmy committee so far on not nominating him for this movie. <laughs> I let me just say, I yeah. oof. Well, I have a question. So mm. all of us in this room are attracted to men. Is Michael Douglas attractive? No. Okay. I don't find him physically attractive, but there's something about like just like the quiet, brooding voice, or like the re- he's so relaxed. Like even when he's just been through this like terror <laughs> in his life, like someone's been murdered in his house, he's just like strolling out in his loose pants and shaking the hands of the cops. You know, <laughs> he's so relaxed. It's true. I guess there's like a quiet calm, but he looks like a a tiny man with a big head. Correct. And this is, I feel like this sets up some really unfortunate expectations for people later on in life because Mm. she has a banging job. She has great fashion sense. Everything she owns is white Mm -hmm. and she's living my ideal life. And then she's like dragging herself through the mud to get to Michael Douglas. (laughs) You can do better, Alex. You can do so much better. Yeah. Everything is so white. 
Oh. And they're everyone's always wearing like a double XL men's dress shirt. No, this is what I'm saying. The 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 subtitle for this movie should be The Opera of the Oversized White Tee. <laughs> there are so many oversized white shirts. Yes, even the, the six toddler. year old daughter yeah. cannot find a shirt made for a child. Like, no, everything is rolled to her elbows. Everyone, Glenn Close is constantly in an oversized white tee. But the she's, a, she's a city is... child, though. Ellen is a city child, right? Because yeah. she's already a lesbian at age five. That's she's true. killing it. <laughs> and so I feel like there's constantly arguments where she, yeah. like the mom's like, let's put you in a little dress. And she's like, I'm actually wearing a workman's jumper yeah. to my co-op meeting. <laughs> Thank you, mom. I have a theory, and this is not to disparage the look, but I have a theory that um, either the actress the little girl or the character cut her own hair before this movie started filming <laughs> and that explains her hair it is such a hair movie <sighs> yeah yes isn't well, it the first is, isn't it um the first movie directed by vidal sassoon <laughs> <laughs> wasn't it his first foray oh but interesting you say that the actor the actor the director of this movie adrian lynn check out his other films he adrian clearly is a man I th- yeah. This is the second time where I thought it was a woman. And it and turns w- out to be like a European dude. And then it makes complete sense. Well, he also directed Flashdance, Nine and a Half Weeks, Oof. the horrible Lolita remake from 1997, Jeremy, Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. Unfaithful, Indecent Proposal, and Jacob's Ladder. This guy only wanted to see people being unfaithful to their spouses. <laughs> like, that's all that he directed. It's crazy. So do you feel like his sister-in-law, his wife's sister, was constantly like, uh, Therese, you need to watch your husband. <laughs> like, wh- look at the movie, Therese. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> the signs are there. <laughs> He's just like, you find one thing you're passionate about and you just you follow it, you know. Follow, follow your greatest love. Watching other people do it. People they shouldn't do it with. Mm. Well, let's so let's start a little bit at the beginning. So the stage is set. We see this uh, very hip uh, city dwelling family unit. Everyone's in white. Everyone's in underpants. No one wears yes. pants. Yeah, he's in under. He's in yep. white briefs and a dress shirt. Yeah, listening to headphones. Mm-hmm. Old She's girls in a, up in the bathroom. Yep, in and, a white t-shirt and underpants. Right, and then the young girl is, is in a man's there. XL white tee rolled up to her elbows. And so far, that's the only fashion choice I can get behind in that apartment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing, though, that I appreciate is she was watching You Can't Do That on television. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, great choice. Random and She's fitting. watching it ironically, though. Oh, mm. sure. Because she, she knows. She's a city child. Yeah. She was just waiting for her parents to go out to the night so she could smoke with the babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> Who, by the way, I noticed in the credits, is Jane Krakowski. I thought, I thought that looked yes! like her. Yes, yes, yes. I yes, meant to I look thought it up it, and then I got distracted. I thought it's, it looked like her and then I thought that I was a complete idiot. That, because that I could thought not the be timing her. wouldn't match up. Yeah, exactly. Right. So then how old is she really? Yowza kachowza. Because she looks great, but she doesn't sound like a teenager. She doesn't like, she's young. She's a baby face, but she doesn't mm-hmm. like, she has like a lower voice. But it's 100% Jane That's Krakowski. That's so cool. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for double checking that. Of course. Because I would have only been wondering that every night as I fell asleep and then (laughs) Mm -hmm. keep forgetting to look it up. (laughs) For months, this would go on. Now I'll just be appreciating it every night before I sleep. (laughs) Every (laughs) night. So everybody's getting ready. It's a rush sort of uh, hubbub. The parents go out to. 
what looks to be a horrible corporate party mm-hmm. at a sushi restaurant. Mm-hmm. And they go and meet the most obnoxious, stereotypical best friend couple in the world. Because essentially it's like Jason Alexander from Pretty Woman, yeah. right? With yes. his, like Dorinda, essentially. Yes, exactly. It's like like jolly, fat best friend who laughs too much with his mouth open and then like his nondescript blonde wife, <laughs> always dressed poorly. <laughs> And they're just always so excited to be friends with each other. It's like, that is not real life. <laughs> no one does that. You're wrong. There's also definitely a fog machine, both in the house and at the party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like everything is foggy at all times. It makes it more urban, more chic. So they go to this horrible corporate party and th- it was super unclear the way it kind of uh, like unfolded we find out that michael douglas's character dan is a lawyer and his law firm is working with a publishing company and Mm -hmm. they've gone to the publishing company's party for samurai self-help yeah book that's being launched which is you know a come on 80s exactly enough's enough yeah Leave that culture alone. Yeah. (laughs) And be a horrible title and not real. Like, Mm -hmm. try a little harder, but whatever. So there's some cultural appropriation. It's a little bit offensive. Dan goes to the bar. Michael Douglas goes to the bar after his friend has sort of tried to catch the eye of a woman with the biggest forehead I've ever seen. (laughs) It's enough forehead for an entire family, and I love it. It's Tyra Banks level forehead. It's like... Part of it is the way that it's framed by what her hair is doing yeah. at that moment. Yeah. Yes. It's like a, it's like a ring around yes. Saturn or something. Yes. Yes. No, it's like, it looks like How the terrible. brim of a hat. <laughs> like a bowler hat set too her far Her hair back looks like, her like a hat that's yeah. got the brim flipped up. Exactly. Totally exactly. And this is unfair because I feel like Glenn Close's hair in this movie is what led people to believe you could get a perm and it could be manageable <laughs> yes. and like free-flowing and mm-hmm. cute. And it's like, no. Yeah. Bernadette Peters and Glenn Close, those are That's the it. only people who get to do and that. And it's like a very high-maintenance oh, do, oh, sure. Can you imagine? Yeah. yeah. You don't I think I saw her like during one of those knife scenes where she just like pauses to quickly <laughs> twirl it again. Roll it up a little bit. <laughs> so he, his friend... I was, I guess, jokingly trying to like catch her attention and she gives him death eyes. Dan, Michael Douglas, then goes to the bar to get a drink for his wife. And there she is, Alex Forrest, Glenn Close, with like the most amazing jewelry and like Mm -hmm. outfit and smoking wonderfully. Also, her nails in this movie are very like almost Barbara Streisand, but like not. It's like very chic, very good. I kept looking at her nails. <laughs> I couldn't help it. They were such a good color. Anyway, they immediately start like hitting it off. They have a very like easygoing kind of playful conversation. And but it ends with like a handshake and he pieces out. Mm-hmm. She seems real cool. She seems, she seems like with it. Yeah. Pretty cool. She seems like a powerful woman of the 80s and you're yeah. like, "Oh, okay." Mm. Role model. Yes. Great. <laughs> yes. yes. Like, the shoulder pads don't wear her. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So the party happens. It's just a side note of the party. They go home. 
And the daughter ends up in bed with Michael, Douglas's wife, and Archer. She's had a bad dream. He's gone out to walk the dog. And I think some of this sort of like hubbub and uh, like hecticness is supposed to sort of like establish what we're sort of, sort of supposed to see as like drudgery, like, mm-hmm. oh, married life, when in fact it's all very sweet and, and kind of sexy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just like, they're really like, seem like such a successful marriage and so sweet and they love this little girl and like, yeah, what a what a pain to go like, walk your like golden retriever down. I'm like, Very cool Park dog, Avenue. by the way. Yeah, like, ugh. So, it just, we're... <laughs> I, I love that you're begging for a spinoff of the dog story. <laughs> well, we could talk a lot about what I this mean, dog has had to endure throughout this film. That dog has seen some, some things. Some oh, trauma. That poor, I, kept think, I kept writing in my notes, that poor dog. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> yeah, you have like a, th- a thousand pages it's, of just that poor dog. Over I know. I got a little obsessive. This is, okay, again, I feel like constantly technology is saving us from ourselves. As mm. much as people think it's the end of civilization, if you were just walking that dog and checking Instagram and then you came back to your life and then I think everything would be fine. But instead he was like, oh, I'm thinking about Alex Forrest. I can't stop thinking about that amazing forehead. If he had just looked at like, oh, so-and-so's in Ibiza. Oh, and then came back to his life. <laughs> yeah. This movie would have never happened. Moment would have passed. Done. You're also getting a glimmers into my life right now. As I'm on my way to Dwayne Reed. Oh, oh, look who went to Honolulu. Who's in Ibiza? No one's in Ibiza, but uh, my friends Barry and Loren were in Honolulu. Great trip. Mm, And you know what I didn't do? Sleep with somebody and set up unreal (laughs) expectations and then have that person try to kill me. Yeah. Yeah. I just had some mint chip ice cream. (laughs) And and sent out a couple likes. Thank you. (laughs) Double tap. A double tap. But I was not tapping something I shouldn't be. Oh. (laughs) Oh. Well, so, so, but he is thinking about Alex Forrest. Mm-hmm. We we get this understanding that he supposedly is kind of annoyed by what I think any other human being would find so charming and peaceful of a family structure. The wife and daughter then, we kind of, it's not outright stated, but we get the understanding that they're maybe thinking of buying property upstate. Ugh, the we- drudgery. <laughs> of being get me a out of this hell. Ugh. So the wife and daughter go upstate. He's kind of uh, left um, to his own devices over the weekend because he has to go to a meeting at work. Again, everything with work is very nebulous. You don't Mm -hmm. really understand what the hell his job actually is. You just know lawyer, and that's it. Boring. Anyway, Mm -hmm. so he goes to the meeting. It's with this publishing company, and um, he seems kind of big business and fancy, and then in walks Alex Forrest in a stunning all white ensemble. All Have you ever shoulder done that? ensemble. Ugh. Have you ever done an all white at the office? Are <laughs> no. either of you brave enough? Say, I want to. I'm desperate to do it. All white, gold jewelry, perfect nail, perfect lip liner. And that plunging V. Ugh. Oh, right. Just walking the hall yelling, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and this was a Saturday for her. Like, this is. You know what's happening on a Saturday? I'm coming in my sweatpants. Yeah. With yeah. half a coffee. Yeah. And there's a hat pulled down one of my eyes. You're <laughs> well, not even going to get. almost work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it turns out she's working on this same sort of nondescript project that we just get like whispers of what it actually is. And then they straight up in this movie set the tone for a meet cute. 
Like mm-hmm. a very real romantic comedy meet cute. You mean where, the rain thing? Well, the- no. Before that, he gets cream cheese on his nose, and oh, she right. notices, and it's so cute. Now, this is where Tiny Scott was emotionally smoking cigarettes in the movie theater <laughs> because I just thought like she can do so much better. Like, why isn't she married to some like a like? Mexican ambassador that she met in DC that was in New York for the weekend. Well, she has the apartment of like someone who dates a sculptor. Yes. Like, why aren't you just dating a sculptor? A married man with cream cheese on his nose who can't get his umbrella open. Yeah, right? Right. Like, there's that didn't occur to me. They're making, yeah, uh, like Michael Douglas looks kind of like a putz. And it's like, and he has no hair on his chest. That bothers me. I said, get out of there. Mm. Get out of there. (laughs) That's requirement. If it doesn't look like a bath mat on your chest, I'm out. So, but so it takes this really interesting, like tone where suddenly they're the cream cheese. He's they're stuck in the rain. They they hold hands and run in the rain together because they can't catch a cab. They're gonna go have lunch, and it's like, wait, y'all, he's married. We just watched him put his six year old daughter in the car. And yeah. if they had Uber, he would be home in right. 15. <laughs> right. Yes. This movie doesn't exist You're in welcome. modern day. The iPhone is doing Christ's work. <laughs> you need to write to together. Apple. You need to give the next like product launch with this thesis, David. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's God. Well, it's just, it's crazy to me that it's, it's like we get to just watch on film like somebody consciously, emotionally cheat on their partner. And and we're supposed to be taken in by it and the, find it great. Yeah, the like, movie does totally rely on Michael Douglas making like wrong decision after wrong decision, but still kind of like having a playful smirk on his face. Well, <laughs> like still kind of like being like his vibe is inviting, but his actions are all just like garbage. <laughs> oh, he's a garbage human and takes no responsibility, like wants no culpability in any of this. I wrote down because he literally said they're they're now discussing over this like boozy lunch they had, whether or not they're gonna bang each other. Mm-hmm. Like it gets down to that before the check comes. And he literally says, I don't know. It's up to you mm-hmm. to Glenn Close. And it's like, what? You are the one with the ring on your finger. Why are you putting this on to her? Also, so that means you're already like down to clown. Like you're, you're, you're already like, yeah, that sure, was, whatever. That was the working title. That, was the, that was the tagline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the poster. Attraction. Like, down, down to, to clown. clown. The circus gets ugly. (laughs) So from that, I take like, so he's up for it and he's just letting her know like, well, you're the single gal. You're going to slut it up or what? Like, yeah. Are we supposed to identify with that? Or are we supposed to be like, oh, I I could see his tricky situation he's in. But uh, but he is a lawyer. So he's used to putting the onus on someone Uh... else and then he's going to. Right. Yeah. I, is that, that is very deep. Actually. That's I a saw great that on call. A Judge Judy once. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a great call. It's a great call, and it's also just like uh, he just had no. Pr- it, it didn't take him a second to think about this. Yeah, but that's the other thing. Let's fast forward to the sex, though, because I'm super disappointed for her. Well, they want us to think it's so hot. It's not. It's not it's, hot. He, there's a lot of her breasts Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's a lot of her nipples yeah and a lot there's a fair amount of his butt and every time it shows up i was also like that's okay yeah yeah 
That wasn't that wasn't And for me to turn down a butt. A butt. <laughs> I mean You know, I also found myself turning down his butt. <laughs> See what I mean? So rare. Come on. Well, and let's talk about Like I'd even look at a Kirk Douglas butt. <laughs> you know it's got a dimple. You got on it. so close to the mic when you said that. <laughs> got a dimple right in the moon. But Legend Hollywood legend has Hollywood it. legend. Uh but the part that we're supposed to th- we're supposed to find like the sexiest because it's raw and it's happening is he literally hikes her up, sits her on top of the sink where there are dirty dishes inside. So her ridiculous. Pants and underpants are already down and out of the picture, and then they just start having sex, mm-hmm. like with him standing up and her sitting on the sink. Which again, like, not no, mm-hmm. it's my apartment. I'll let you know where to bang me. Like. <laughs> Why on the sink? <laughs> There's a chart. Look yes. at it. But that's what's hot, Anne. It's like unplanned. It's like wherever. It's like we can do it on the. <laughs> okay, then can like... we talk about the baptism that happens when <sighs> yes, she keeps that's... taking the dishwater? It is the most I have frowned at a sex scene in my life. <laughs> it was so weird. That is How so did it true. happen? Was it improvised? How? At what point are they having sex? Who said, do you know what's great? Reach into the dirty dishwater behind you and start slapping it on Michael like, Douglas' well, face. Smear she, it on his lips. Oh, she kept putting it in his mouth. It's so nasty. Well, I don't she get turns it on at the all. Sink. She turns on the sink and she keeps putting her hands back into the sink and then just like slapping water onto him and in his mouth. But this is what I'm genuinely concerned with. Do you think that this showed up in a script? Do you think that the two of them came up with it? Or do you think that that French director who's obsessed with being unfaithful yelled it out from the sidelines? I think it came up. I think it, it was not written in the script because that script won uh, a best screenplay Oscar. <laughs> and that would so, have automatically that disqualified would have it. Null and voided. <laughs> and so I think they came up with it on the set because I, I, I look at the two of them individually and I think eh, neither one of them are probably very good at sex. So I think they like made something up where they're like, this is my theory is that there's a very self-conscious like water theme throughout the movie and the director just kept looking for places to jam in water moments like can water be a part of this well maybe because that very sink comes back two more times and the tub yeah so maybe so they're and they're just like shilling to big water in this movie (laughs) they're shilling to nyc water (laughs) yeah they're they're saying that the water was fluoridated by the communists and that's what drove her to do this oh god wait let's just talk let's if we're gonna get political for one second this is the perfect example of what happened when reagan cut all of that mental illness funding okay look look where you ended up okay this is who's president at the time we've got kacha in office and now situations like this are popping up i look all i'm saying is two points make a line okay a three dots three dots you've got an exclamation you're welcome think about it but not too hard (laughs) well and speaking of dodgy old men so then Michael Douglas tries to walk them to the bedroom, but he gets caught in his own pants. Again, not cute. He's, you know, he's like a big and, schmuck. And a little dangerous. Because yeah. he's holding her at that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His pants are on his ankles, about to like step, take a step down. Mm-hmm. Yes, from that gorgeous kitchen. Yes. Oh, that apartment. To have a raised kitchen. <laughs> in This is the other thing. So that she's in the meatpacking district mm-hmm. in this movie. It always looks like District 9 every time they go to her apartment. There's always <laughs> yeah. trash cans on fire. People are carrying the corpses of animals around. And it <laughs> always looks like she's going to have to fight someone for her life. 
which I would which love. yeah was it was that area like that then? That's what you hear. Like, yeah. Now it's like <laughs> the only thing like getting I mean, carried are like the, super drunk people. Yeah. From one club to the next. Yeah. I'm sorry I had to get really political for seven <laughs> minutes there, but that I'll leave it at that. So hey. Reagan, Koch, and then what's happened to the meatpacking district. <laughs> That's why I'm running for your city councilman. I vote. <laughs> I thought you were going for ombudsman. Oh, I do want that. And notary, notary rotary. Yeah. yeah. Do it. Keep the meatpacking dangerous. <laughs> more open flames in my New York. There will be more cow carcasses and flames. <laughs> yeah, Torres. I'm glad I have you both on my boat. Great. This Moving guy's on. got a real strange fatal attraction platform. <laughs> platform. <laughs> oh, so then we so they have what we're supposed to feel is the best sex in the world. Mm-hmm. It's more confusing than anything, in mm-hmm. my opinion. And then I got really mad because they <laughs> They then decide, well, what do you do after having, like, mind-blowing sex? I know. It's almost the early 90s. We need to believe that white people go to salsa clubs. (laughs) Oh, I forgot about that scene. The dumbest. I mean, go have dinner, come back, have sex again. Like, what are you going? And it's literally a five-minute scene. No one says anything. We're just watching her perm flounce around a room full of women who only look like Susan Lucci. Yeah. I watched it twice. <laughs> Every woman in there looks like Susan Lucci. And then he's in like a black button down that looks circa like romancing the stone. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I feel like you're only doing this to make me th- continue to think Michael Douglas is attractive. But if anything, these two goofs look <laughs> like like total weirdos. Like it doesn't. I think again we were led to believe like this is what people do. But that's I mean that's how they always do. show Downtown Danger in any movie. There always has to be like a quick nighttime 2 a.m. scene mm-hmm. where someone explains to people in Iowa like New York is dangerous. And so for <laughs> this it was a salsa club. Oh boy. That's what everyone did back then. <laughs> Everybody. It was a different time you got to understand. <laughs> So they go dancing. They get all dumb and sweaty. They walk back to her apartment. And then as every movie in the late 80s, early 90s, it has to have some kind of industrial elevator Mm -hmm. in every like cool loft. And then they totally like creepily bone in the elevator. We see more of Glenn Close's nipples. Ugh, snooze. Sorry. I don't need it. You're on the record for that. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to come back to haunt you. (laughs) Never getting on damages now. Is that show over? It's done, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, Oh, and the ending on that one. We can't get into it now, but Mm. poof. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. They bone again, and then he leaves. He has to go back home because, as my notes say, that poor dog. poor dog. He's left his dog in the apartment for a full 24 hours, if not more. Yeah. And I guess he thinks, well, this is it. This is, I'm back to my real life now. Going to take the dog out. I boned a lady like 14,000 times, Mm -hmm. went to a salsa club, and now I'm just going to pick my life back up. The dog is a key plot point throughout. Mm -hmm. He really catalyzes a lot of things. Mm Mm-hmm. 
But he, so he's back home. He's trying to kind of like pick stuff back up where he left it. And then he gets a phone call. He gets a phone call from her at home. Is that? Yes. I think yes. so, right? He gets off the phone with his what, wife. What was like the first creepy moment where she was like a little too. I know. Like the little first whisper of like, something's up with this lady. I know what it is. She calls right after he hangs up with his wife. And she's trying to convince him to come back over, like have a lazy Sunday with her. Right. And he's he's polite. He's like flirtily like in a flirty tone and politely saying no and she's trying to convince him and she says almost like a little too high pitched because he says oh I got the dog I, I got to do all this stuff she goes I love animals I'm a great cook and you think dun 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 <laughs> he also makes a little look when when his phone rings and he real and he answers and it's her mm-hmm. right that moment mm-hmm. for him is like mm, she called me here got my number like, mm, this kind of sucks because could you do that in the 80s was everyone really just in the phone book and you just Google... i had that question watching it or How maybe did you... you must right or they exchanged business cards before they decided to have an adulterous affair or something like right he, he is very chill about just like putting his life on the line yes mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. what park do they end up at i think we're supposed to think it's central park but yeah, she lives was, in the meatpacking district. Right. And he lives on the Upper West Side. So she, oh, I see. So she Maybe went up to place, meet him. Yeah. And then oh. you're, you're always tracking to make sure. <laughs> I, like, where are we on the map right now? Again, I just, I don't want to ride the A train that far north for yeah. Michael Douglas. <laughs> yes. You're like, what is her evening? Yeah. <laughs> Thank, you know, like I'll city bike to the East Village from the meatpacking <laughs> yeah. for Kirk Douglas. Sure. And a, with a chin on his butt. Yeah. But uh-uh, not the Upper West Side. No. Well, it shows you how desperate she really is. Yeah. It shows you how crazy she is. Oof. She did go back she, to that salsa club. She, yeah. You know what? She's the one that picked a dud. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the conclusion we're coming to. Honestly, maybe maybe what's fatal is like her attraction. She just it's mm. it died years ago, and she was like, "Here's something with a pulse." Yeah, <laughs> she is 36 and in the city. And when she reveals that, I was like, "Okay, okay I'm strumming it. my pain with her finger." <laughs> I feel you, girl. I feel you, girl. Well, like how many? So much with this murderer, by the way. <laughs> well, honestly, s- uh, some of the stuff she says, like, it's not crazy. When she's just talking about like take responsibility for what totally you've done, right. like you can't just like have sex with me and then cast me aside. Like, there, she's not saying anything that if she wasn't a murderous, crazy person, would be out of left field for someone. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It's just that when you analyze in a vacuum, these all make sense. Yeah. When you're kidnapping people's kids. Now, okay, okay. we took it too far. Crossed a line. Yeah. Yep. That's my bad. You should have kept it at brunch as a complaint and not actualized it. (laughs) Exactly. Between girlfriends at brunch. Yeah. I'm going to fuck up his wife. Yes, Uh, honey. But nobody's like, oh, actually... Get a get in a zip car and go do it. No, right. no. don't do it's that. A bad Keep eating yeah. the chips. Exactly. And pay your check before you go. Please don't try to like. Oh, I've got to go murder a wife real fast. Right. Yeah. You know you you didn't just have the salad. No. And put in your fair share. Right. Because you've got to love you first. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think we're healing and helping okay, with Glenn. this episode. <laughs> well, and then I think what. The audience at large is supposed to see as like the first real nod to her like cuckoo cocoa puffs is again what a dud move. Michael Douglas pretends to like play dead. He's like been chasing after the dog. They're hanging out. He like 
falls to the ground and she gets freaked out and runs over and he's like, haha, gotcha. And she's like, that is not funny. My father died in front of me from a fatal heart attack. And he's like, oh, oh God. Oh, I'm so sorry. And then she goes, ha ha, gotcha. And his face is like, I know, and then she reveals that the dad's living in Phoenix, Arizona, which I yeah. thought, like, oof, what's worse? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and now, you wish that heart attack was fatal. <laughs> <laughs> and so they have this Sunday. They go back to her apartment. Always her apartment, for sure, because mm-hmm. it is the most gorgeous space in this whole movie. Mm -hmm. And she makes him like spaghetti. And again, like all white people in these movies in the nineties flip on some opera, Mm -hmm. but this time it's Madden butterfly. Mm -hmm. And Michael Douglas. Also her, her hair is reminiscent of spaghetti. (laughs) I would say. (laughs) He's twirling a fork and then realizes, Oh geez, I'm sorry. Yikes. Ow, ow, ow. It's okay. I like it. Anything for you. (laughs) Yet another running theme. Spaghetti. (laughs) That's why she's always near boiling water. Yeah. Just it's comfortable for her. Yeah. It keeps it that way. (laughs) (laughs) One thing that stuck out to me during that whole thing is like they have this like back and forth about he's reiterating this relationship's not going to go anywhere and she's kind of more uh, on the same page kind of bemoaning the fact, oh, why are all the good guys taken? But right before that, he shares this story and he like shares some inner pain about his father. And there was just this look that her face had where she was like, I feel like that was the moment where her character was like, I love him. (laughs) Like she just Mm. like laser beamed onto him. And there was just something about how she was looking at him after he was telling, like while he was telling the story where it was like, she's like, I've got him. I got him now. (laughs) Like there was just something to me that was so freaky where she was kind of like, he's never told anyone this. <laughs> Just me, me. And then I feel like that's when Alex I love Forrester. that that's your feeling for her because, you know, she did play Norma Desmond on Broadway and Sunset Boulevard. Oh. And so she had that in her. <laughs> Just It's always ready to be like crazy at the top of the stairs. Mm-hmm. That's why she's my girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always. It's mm-hmm. always there, except for in the gloaming. Did anybody ever see that? Mm-hmm. She's like real sad on a deck chair for hours that's all i remember for 90 minutes she's just in a fog and just sad oh yeah but other than that crazy (laughs) where's the one what's the one where she plays a man albert knobs yes you had that one ready to go well (laughs) a halloween's coming up might be good costume for a little somebody over here guess who's here from down the street is albert knobs again (laughs) oh boy (laughs) trick or treat (laughs) I'm just going to make any future children I potentially have dress up as Albert Knobs. <laughs> weirdest, the weirdest quirk. Which, by the way, speaking of adorable redheads, if you look up Ann Archer's IMDb, one of the things she's known for is being a Virgo and being a redhead. That's all that's, that's on the IMDb. That's her trivia? That's her trivia? And some, some Harrison, Harrison Ford movies and then Redhead Virgo. Also my favorite shot. <laughs> <laughs> Redhead Virgo. Mm-hmm. Oh, Anne. So, well, but then, so, so they have this exchange. He's like now 
trying to really extract himself. He's ready. Oh, they bone one more time, mm-hmm. which I feel like was more her idea than his. And then I would, I did start to feel a little bad by the way that it was like, oh yeah, just like sex and like some good pasta. Like I also would be fully on board. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you are the one. <laughs> that's that's like actually exactly what I'm looking for. So. <laughs> Well, uh, if you guys <laughs> want to write into the podcast. Uh, so, yeah. So if anyone is interested in giving me that just for one night, I will latch on forever. <laughs> and I will find you wherever you go. Well, so, but then here's like the big first moment in the film. He's he's politely trying to go. She's They've had kind of some screaming moments. They've said kind of some mean things. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, I'm going to leave. And then as he's just about to go, she's now changed into an oversized white tee, which is the- Still not mad at it. Yeah. The <laughs> ballad of this film. And she's like, come over here. I want to say goodbye to you nicely. And then it comes back, the weird water in the mouth sexy scene, because she's she goes and she starts kissing him a little too hard. Mm-hmm. She's putting her fingers in his mouth. And he's like, oh, your fingers are all wet. Uh, gross. Gross. Just like Terrible. in general, nobody's like, "Huh, that's funny." Your fingers are all wet. <laughs> but what we see is that she's slit her wrists, and she's just like grabbing at him, and he freaks out. And that then, was truly scary. Yeah, it was really scary. Because it also like my question is, when did she do it? How much time? Like, it, there's it, definitely yeah. The way it's cut together, that... it's literally three seconds after. Yeah. As he's just walking out the door. There's that thriller movie shot where it's like a nice woman standing in the kitchen with her hands behind her back. Mm-hmm. Like you just you can't see why she has her hands behind her back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And no one in the audience is like, it's probably a teddy bear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a Nutella. Yeah. She just, <laughs> she just stands like that. She's about to curtsy. <laughs> She's just about to do something from Oklahoma. Oh, the wind comes sweeping on the plane. No blood. And. You know, late so like later, right, she says like you did such a nice thing by sticking around and helping me get to the hospital mm-hmm. rather than like just bolting out of there. He never took her to the hospital. He just well, you know bandaged I mean, her up. Yeah. To the Michael Douglas hospital. Because he was MDMD. Like, not- uh! <laughs> <laughs> this season on ABC. He, you know, because he can't even be bothered to get her to a hospital. Right. Well, right. Because he's saving his own skin there. Sure. He does say, he says a line like, you promised to go to yeah, the doctor Yeah, he says, or promise right? me you'll go to the doctor. And she's like half asleep. And she's like, mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This woman. Yikes. Poor lady. And then I love his like quick, I've got to clean up the house and make my wife think that I've been busy he doing Ferris dude stuff. He Ferris it. Weird. He... Jumps in his bed in a full suit. <laughs> yeah, like rolls around. And Probably then, that, again, that poor dog. He makes that dog eat spaghetti. Yeah. But like cold three-day-old spaghetti. Yes. And then just leaves the dish on the floor. Right. The yeah. wife's going to find it. It's not the perfect crime, dummy. Like <laughs> Good reference. <laughs> nice. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> he does, So he played himself in perfect crime. He played himself in Romancing the Stone. He, he's yes. like the Nev Campbell of male <laughs> actors. Yeah. That's the yes. other reason I don't want to have sex with him. Yeah. Yeah. You're, no, you're no Stanley Tucci. You don't scare me as sometimes, the and then you romance me some other time. So the tooch is is your kind of guy. Not really, but I will mm-hmm. say I love the idea of a tooch, right? Yeah, I think like like a, oh, like I a nice it. character actor. Yeah, you, that, yes. you're goofy. You're just gonna give me 
giggles and then I walk in and then you scare me with your lovely bones. You just like a scooch of toot. A scooch of toot. <laughs> <laughs> My- <laughs> All right, I have to go. Bye. <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs> uh, well, and so skipping ahead a little bit, two things I just really want to mention. One is, so he Ferris Bueller's the house, mm-hmm. that poor dog eating spaghetti. He goes to the office. One of the first things we see, so it's Monday morning. One of the first things we see is his secretary walk in. And is she wearing a white tennis shoe with black hose and holding her heels? Yes, she is. Because this movie knows New York City. What year was Working Girl shot? I want to say like 85. Shit, I was wondering if it was the same year. I wonder if she was being an extra on both movies. And they were <gasps> and like, Carol, actually, yeah. just come over to the set and wear your Shuffle yeah. step in between. <laughs> it's fine. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved it. So he's back at work. It's Monday morning. And she shows up in a beautiful black leather duster. Like floor-length Serious leather coat. coat. Oh, so good. Not mad about it. And he's... The sleeves are so big. Are they scrunched also <laughs> to her... No, no, they're long because they're, they're covering her wrists. You got to. Right. right. You know what I mean? Rough right. weekend. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like literally... a turtle neck hickey, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> what did you get up to this weekend? Oh, you know, brunch and some stuff. Yeah. Anyways. Okay, turtleneck. neck. <laughs> Oh, so she she comes to his office. I slit my own throat. <laughs> she comes to his office and he's not he's not thrilled about it. But she comes in, they sit down, and then she has like a very like intelligent, mature conversation with Again, him. Put it in a vacuum. Yeah, it all makes sense and it's totally fine. Very measured, very like uh, mature and like emotionally intelligent. Like she apologizes, she thanks him. She tries to give him um, orchestra seats to the Met. A row Madame Butterfly. H. She wants to take him to Madame Butterfly. Did you see? Did it say on the ticket Row H? And you picked row that up? H. It did. Yeah, it did. Say and I was row like, H. oh, she's StubHub as fuck. Yes, <laughs> she's throwing that money around. Yeah, she wants to take him to the opera as a, she says, as friends, as a as a thank you. But we know we what know that is. she's we playing know what the long is. game. Yeah. She's playing the long game. Smart. But she's laying good groundwork where she comes off very natural, very. Sane. And speaking of, has anybody here seen Madame Butterfly ever staged? No. No. It'll tear your heart out. It's the most beautiful. Mm. We don't have time for that right now, but just Google it, put it on the list, do it. (laughs) Would you guys also consider an opera podcast? We do it from there. We've Mm. been kicked out twice. (laughs) (gasps) She's crying. She's about to die. I got to go. But just know something's bad happening. (laughs) I'm going. I'm I'm going. Excuse me. I'm going. Um, we'd like to thank Nature Box. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So he politely declines mm-hmm. and he's a bit more trying to put his foot down about no longer. He wants to be nice because she's being so nice, but he's kind of laying down the law. He's not going to keep seeing her. It's all done. So then we have this incredible back and forth scene where we see him. And his like obnoxious friends, he and his wife are bowling Mm -hmm. with their annoying friends, but apparently having the best time of their lives because they can't stop like screaming with laughter and loving each other. Cut back and forth between that and Glenn Close sitting on the floor of her apartment in an oversized white tee, Mm -hmm. turn with Madame Butterfly blaring 
turning a lamp on and off slowly Very on blinking confusing. eyes. Oh, what? what what does that mean? The turning on and off. I mean, it means she's crazy. It means she went. It means she's crazy. Nuts. Yeah, she's just like something has divided within her, and she's just done. She's, Do you feel like? And like the whole time, the delivery guy is outside, like, uh, "Ma'am, I hello? have your seamless." And she's like, mm-hmm. "He's like, oh, I really I, need this cash." <laughs> I know there's someone home. I see the light. <laughs> I wondered though, yeah, if anybody walking by outside would be like, oh, there's a fuse. It's a little off. Like, hello? Hello? I would love it if you would do that in New York. Tom, let me get on Thomas's shoulders. Hold on. Uh, anybody in here need yeah. help? <laughs> no. If I see a flickering light, I either realize like that's a poltergeist and I need to run because mm. it goes from the 1800s is going to try to get me to do something and I don't have the time or this building's probably going to pop off mm. in some fashion i just don't need to be around i mean if it's in the meat packing then it's obviously like a photo studio <laughs> <laughs> yes yes um uh, so i just loved that scene i just wanted to make special nod because it's just so good and it's so creepy it's creepy in this emotional way and it's creepy where it's just setting a tone it is creepy, but my favorite thing is like whenever I'm sucking down my junior mints in the theater and I know like it's about to hit the gas. Yeah. Like in right with our Bridget Fonda situation. Yeah. Like once the roommate has cracked, you're like, buckle up. I have no time for pee breaks now. Yeah. It's about to go <laughs> yes. down. We're in this to win this. And she she has so many tricks up her sleeve to ruin his life. Well, it's masterful. She's, so she's done this before. Well, that's what I kept wondering. You have to. You don't just Google yeah. all this without the Google <laughs> right. back in the day. I was it's like, sitting at the library looking at microfiche. <laughs> <laughs> Destroy someone's life. <laughs> How to. I felt like I kept asking myself that question if she had done this before. You like, have to. Yeah. But then this one just went. This was like she had done it one time when she was 28. And then mm-hmm. she did it another time when she was like 31. She mm-hmm. did it again when she was like 34. And then she's like, this is it. This I've got to make this one stick. I'm 36. And so th- and then it just, and that's why it goes so nuts. And that's already like about an hour into the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right about now, right? Yeah. So, Which they, by the way, they could have like, they could have cut out like about 30 to 45 minutes if they just like removed the sh- the shots that just linger on Jen Close as he leaves rooms. <laughs> just, like, she's just like yeah. waiting behind. <laughs> There's so much of that, like, breathing, like, yeah. staring. <laughs> Lingering. Well, it's so really quick before uh, we do, like, the bullet points of, like, her masterfulness. Mm-hmm. I just want to say really quick that there's one scene that did not need to be in the movie, but I really liked it where he's talking to, I guess, his boss at the, uh, Michael Douglas is talking to, I think, his boss at the law firm. But his boss is played by Herman Munster, the yes. guy who was Herman Munster. And I was like, what? And he's just smoking a pipe indoors in a small stairwell. Anyway, I was just very excited and to see him. And then I was him. praying that Yvonne DiCarlo would be there. I was, please let a Morticia <laughs> Adams happen right now. Not There's to be just so many weird small roles in this movie. Yeah. Anywho's. So she hits the gas on crazy. Yeah. Starts calling his house nonstop, calling his office nonstop. Been there, been there. Keep starts going. like swearing at the like the operator who won't break the line because well, Michael Douglas. She, you know that she knows how, so just yeah. connect yeah. it. Right. Connect yeah. the fucking call. Do it. Right. She doesn't understand it's important. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Yeah. Sure. 
he Michael Douglas changes his number. Mm-hmm. That makes her really mad. So then she, because they're now starting to hit the gas on their property upstate, they've mm-hmm. decided to buy it. They're going for it. It is very beautiful. It's gorgeous. So all gorgeous. That, all that stained glass. Oof. Anytime there's glass in any of these movies, I get so nervous. Because you know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. Someone's going to go through it. Oh. So now he's kind of like, let's hit, let's let's get upstate, let's get upstate. So uh, they're they're putting their apartment on the market, and she comes to the house, oh. meets the wife. He walks in the front door, oh. and she is sitting there in the living room with his damn wife, <laughs> <laughs> and she has the most shit eating grin mm-hmm. on her face. She's just like. Hi there. She's so pleased she's with herself. She's kind of got cat eyes. Mm-hmm. Well, she it's does. that eyeliner. It's mm-hmm. that goddamn eliner she's got Very on. Jocelyn Wildenstein, but pre all that surgery. Mm-hmm. Yep. She made the right choices. Yeah, she's the she's the. This draft. is where Glenn loses me because I've been so on her side and far more supportive and enabling than I should have been. But <laughs> Interesting. Once, <laughs> once you come into someone's family, no, th- leave that little lesbian alone. Yeah. Leave that wife alone. Yes. Just, you don't need to be over there. You just need well, to. Well, but part of it and part of why she's ramping up is that we find out through all of the phone calls and all of the harassment, dun, 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 girl's pregnant. Allegedly. Well, I never that's saw another- the pee stick. Interesting. Never saw the pee stick. See, I think we're, I don't think we're supposed was. to believe. Yeah. I think we're supposed to believe that she is not. We're supposed to understand she's not pregnant. But I think. Oh, I, I believe her. She thought she was. You believed her? I thought she was. I think she See, thought she whoever was. whoever writes into this podcast for your information is oh going to trick you. You're <laughs> right, though. Of course she would just say that. We've all faked a pregnancy to but get a second looks, date. But yes. later he looks. <laughs> yeah, first of all, yes. <laughs> Hysterical pregnancy. And for some reason for me, it never works. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> But she did, he breaks into her place later and you see, he sees in the cabinet a pregnancy test. Product placement. That's he breaks, right. well, that's all that was. Well, and then here's where, yeah, the tables turn and he starts going a little nuts trying to get like more information on her, something to come back at her with because he's now thinking he needs to take some kind of legal action, some Which sort of does. police action. Which he does. Yes. Oh, but by the way, in the living room when she's there, mm-hmm. another perfect opportunity for Michael Douglas to just like, Come clean and like, let's take care of this right now. But no, he is complicit in the lie to his wife that she originates. Well, and when this, like when this wife finds out, she's going to find out like, oh, this woman was in my home. Like we've been seeing this woman forever. This woman's been hanging up. Like tell your wife while she's there so she can just slap her. Yes. Wrap it up. Roll the credits. (laughs) (laughs) Done. Done. Easy peasy. Uh, so everything's at 11. She's pregnant. She's stalking him. He's stalking her. He's trying to find out if there's anything he can get back at her with. He starts going through all of her personal stuff in her apartment, finds out Rude. her father did actually die from a fatal heart attack when she I, was very young. And I thought, thank God he doesn't live in Phoenix. Yeah, exactly. We all breathed a sigh yes. of relief. Yes. He's at peace. <laughs> and in the apartment, he sees an EPT test. But like... Again, she could have just bought that because she was hoping she could be. Mm-hmm. And I think her character believes she's pregnant, but she's definitely she's she's not. pregnant. She's no, not. no, 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 no. She no. has like too much spaghetti in her stomach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or some bacteria from all the dishwater soap she keeps throwing yes. all around everyone's faces. That's her morning sickness. <laughs> <laughs> she's just ill. So they It's all the up. chemicals in her perm. <laughs> They kind of meet up one more time because she is threatening him 
about the pregnancy, gonna is gonna talk to his wife about it. Mm-hmm. And she says something that's very reasonable. She says, I'm pregnant with your child. I want your respect. Because mm-hmm. he's trying to be like, oh, I'll take care of it. Wink. Yeah. And all of this really condescending, awful things, like in the middle of Grand Central Station. Rude. Mm, Rude. But safe. If I did have to negotiate with someone that was not well that I was nervous about, sure. I would take them to the center of totally fair. Yeah. GCT. That's mm-hmm. a good point. And then you get hit up the oyster bar on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> Make a day of it. Wrap it up. <laughs> Goodbye. Have a, have a shooter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so... He realizes she wants this baby. She's told him, I'm going to have it. So I think in she, her exact words were, I'm keeping my baby. Ooh, I'm going to keep my baby. <laughs> That's it. Yep. Oh, Oddly prescient. <laughs> Somewhere a young Madonna Ciccone yeah. was like, um, idea. <laughs> I know how I'm getting the fuck out of Detroit. And I love her hair. <laughs> so... He now gets his family out of New York. They've moved upstate. They've moved into this gorgeous house. Um, The daughter has been collecting pets. She wants a rabbit next. She has a hamster. She has the dog. She's living this idyllic life in like baggy clothes. And working her way up to Rottweilers. Bingo. (laughs) Bingo. He's working in the city. He's doing the commute. The wife is remaking the house. Very idyllic. It seems like, phew. Got that? Got that kind of done. Kind of out of the way. Until the Joker shows up with some battery acid. Mm. When she comes for his Volvo in that parking garage, big girl. Again, now I'm I'm slightly back on her side because I think like, how resourceful? Yeah. Where are you getting battery acid (laughs) pre-internet? Probably just from one of her neighbors in the meatpacking Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. Is that what that was? I was confused by that. It's like- The car is sizzling and- the electrical system doesn't work. I kind of thought, but it seemed very impractical. I kind of thought, because he gets a small package at work, and it's just like this like side note, like, oh, a package came for you. And you think that it's like, oh, a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> or her finger. Right. Mm-hmm. right yeah. Right. But um, I think, yeah, it was something where she must have just put some so- sort of like uh, acidic something that messed with the car's electrical system because he keeps talking about the car's electrical system. Mm-hmm. But my question was, why did she f up the car if she was just going to follow him anyway? Like, why not just follow him upstate to for f- giggles? Yeah, just because yeah. she's mad because she's crazy. Because she was at like Margarita Monday and she was like, you know what's a good idea this week? <laughs> mm. I want to do something it. for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to treat myself. And again, her friends were like, pay the bill and go home, <laughs> please. <laughs> The timeline for when all of this happens is not super clear. Like, it's reinforced that they only spent one weekend together. But yeah. then the amount of time it takes to, like, buy a house, yeah. get an apartment. It was the 80s. Everything was moving so fast, though. Everyone's on coke. Everybody's everyone's, on coke. Yeah, yes. right. It's just Reagan, So maybe, like, money. two weeks. Yeah. Right. Okay. You're, you're absolutely right. So she Fs his car up. He has to get a rental car. She follows him upstate. And the, and the whole, rabbit. The rabbit he's newly purchased. He for the just bought a little mm-hmm. rabbit for his daughter. Mm-hmm. And the whole ride up, he's listening to like her crazy mixtape, which is essentially her just saying he's a bastard. And it's a two-hour drive from here to upstate and, New York. Yeah, and he's still... He's listening to the whole... Pop it he's out. Giving, giving the whole thing a try. Put like, a goo Yeah, like Get out throw of it out at the turnpike. Why are you keeping this? What new information are you going to learn? She's going to be like, oh, in fact, I'm a man. Huh? <laughs> Albert Dobbs, sorry. And Kitty. in conclusion, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. So 
So why he listens? It's like it's kind of a dumb device. But so she sees where he lives upstate. Mm-hmm. She sees him go into the house with the rabbit. She then stalks outside their like bay window, mm-hmm. and then sees this beautiful family picture of the daughter and the wife and him by a fireplace, loving each other. And then she's horrified and runs to the bushes and throws up. Yes. I love that. The throw up. I love it. It's so good. So crazy. (laughs) I mean, maybe she was having margaritas and then was just like listening to like Joni Mitchell on that ride up, just watching his license plate go. Again, not mad about it. If you're in a vacuum, not mad about it. Yeah. Yeah. But don't offer his kids because then she steals the kid. Well, that's rude. That's That's highly rude. There's, w- there's. Well, before she seals the kid, though, the heartbreak, the the moment that is the meanest. Yeah. The family goes to see see the grandparents. We never see her around the house or anything. We're not. Mm-hmm. We're we're not given yeah, she any kind of nod. for a while. Yep. As you do. Right. Mm-hmm. After she throws up, she just runs away, and we maybe could think she like, had a four oh, day that's hair it. appointment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm late. I'm late. <laughs> Family goes away, comes back, Mm -hmm. and then it's like a great kind of Jaws moment where you know something's a little bit off. The daughter runs to the backyard to go see her rabbit. The wife walks into the house, and something seems a little bit weird, and there's a pot on the stove boiling. More big water product placement. More water. spaghetti this time. Eight spaghetti. Oh, and so shots going in between the daughter getting closer to the cage, the wife getting closer to the pot. And then the moment the wife lifts the lid, the daughter starts screaming. She starts screaming and she has boiled the rabbit. And they show the rabbit, which I got it. I already knew what was happening, as did all of America. I love that Adrian, who I feel is like severely French, was like, show it. Yeah. The rabbit. It's a beautiful dinner. I want, I want a real rabbit. Boil it. <laughs> and then, like on the seventh take, they were like, okay, I think we're probably going to shut down this product. We've yeah. been through eight rabbits. <laughs> Adrian, please. You're upsetting everyone. The authentic. Including the six mistresses you brought to set. Right. Your PAs. Okay. Yeah. And for the last time, this is not reading as a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> you keep laughing. <laughs> but Stop. the cream cheese on the nose. <laughs> You're ruining takes. <laughs> he just desperately wanted it to be a Nancy Myers. Oh, because yes. he's like, the kitchen is so beautiful. No, just, you can't Look put some lemons pots. in a bowl they and make it a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Martin is the neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> so Dead Rabbit. Oh, again, it's so you lost messed me. Up. Come for a family's pet, you lost me. That's rude. So... so and if that weren't enough, mm-hmm. then she takes her to some like what Connecticut seaside resort. Well, so mm. so couple of minor bullet points. This incident is what causes Michael Douglas to tell his wife what's up finally. Which can I just say that's such a boring scene. I don't want to watch couples work out their issues. Well, and she I was like, bring back it? crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, and like I kept thinking, this is the scene that got her the Oscar nod. Like, no offense, mm. but it's just no like, blue Valentine. Yes. Yeah. So she kicks him out, mm-hmm. and he's living in a hotel. Snooze. And the wife is just beside herself. <laughs> what else is on? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the wife is beside herself. We then uh, get like it's the next day, I mm-hmm. guess, and. 
Alex snatches the daughter from her school. And we don't know it. It starts out more like the mom's like, well, where's Ellen? Is Ellen here? Ellen? And then she starts running. Oscar? (laughs) (laughs) But so she's running around crazy. And then we cut to Ellen in the car with Alex. Again, I think in the leather duster. And they live out my dream day, which is on a roller coaster with Glenn Close. Just having the time (laughs) of my life. (laughs) Totally. That's all I want. Oh, I mean, the daughter... The actress actually looked terrified while on the roller coaster. Because the I th- little girl I did feel not like, look like she was enjoying it. Probably because it's scary. And yeah. also Glenn Close was like, we only have two shots to do this. And if you fuck this up, yeah. I will come for your entire family. I will do fuck this for real. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So do we want to do, do it right or yeah. do we want to do it wrong? <laughs> well, click, 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 mm-hmm. click, click. Here we go. That's what happened. And the click, click, click is actually her nails just on the safety bar. <laughs> it hasn't even started yet. <laughs> <laughs> She's just they're in line <laughs> my thought though quick thought what does she tell ellen to get ellen in the car does she also say, like, wondered a, that very much i'm a friend of your mom's i know your dad from work like what does she, ellen doesn't seem dumb I, again i feel like she was like hey i have a bunny and cigarettes do you want to go and ellen was like let's yeah. do it okay don't talk about it be about it and yeah that's and you would do the same thing in a minute <laughs> yeah, in a heartbeat <laughs> Maybe she just said, hey, I'm fucking Glenn Close. <laughs> Let's roll. Do you see this hair? Great. Clouded dust and I'm not even there anymore. Yep. <laughs> Bye. I'm in a, some weird VW with Glenn Close headed to a seaside park. Bye. <laughs> Check my Instagram. Oh, so the mom goes crazy. Ann Archer goes nuts. Understandably. Trying to find this daughter. She's just, she's driving like I a mad thought, woman. I just thought, let it go. <laughs> Go back home. You have all those fruit roll-ups back Still at your house. Still with this. I got to find my daughter. It's like, come on. I'm in a bomber jacket. What do you want? And what? And she she's driving through town looking at driveways. Like someone think, has kidnapped her child and then just left it in a driveway. I think she thinks she's going to see Ellen like walking home on her own. Okay. Like, but instead she drives into she the Uncle Buck the station car. wagon. Exactly. Yeah. Her that. hair also amazing throughout and yes. huge. Everyone has Massive. like so a... Big. Like an open, curly kind of bob going on. That's great. But also, yeah. so few people can pull off the curly bang. Mm-hmm. That's I'm truly why Glenn Close got the like Oscar nomination, I for think. The, for the hair. Especially the hair. being in a society now where like everyone, like a Juliana Margulies or a Julie Louis-Dreyfus has to like get a blowout in order yeah. to get attention these days. Yeah. I was loving an 80s curl where yeah. they were like, yeah. hey, did you wake up? With a big pillow on your head, yeah. go to work that way. Thumbs up. It's like next to next to every wall phone is a hair dryer, <laughs> <laughs> just for touch ups. Just show and up I, as you are. And I think Glenn, when she was following him out to the country, she was driving a giant hair dryer. <laughs> <laughs> she just has a tube from the exhaust yeah. hooked into something, just blowing on her hair the whole time. It's just like an Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. <laughs> Oh gosh! So the wife, <laughs> so the wife backs in the car <laughs> and ends up in the hospital. She gets a broken arm. Oh, which she's I don't in like understand. a nearly fatal collision from her and she, tail two end black bumper. eyes. Sure. And Michael Douglas runs to the hospital. Is there with her? Like feels terrible. 
like kisses her hand a bunch. The daughter's there because she like took a cab. Yeah, she was wh- like, "Hey, how d- oh, did because, I have a day?" Dad? Because <laughs> well, Glenn Close drops her back off at the house. Then just drops her off, right? And says, "Can I get a kiss?" Yeah. And Ellen gives her a kiss on the cheek and then runs away. Then does like a thimble of Boone's Farm and yep. then is like, "Shit, let me get down to the hospital. Where's my mom at?" <laughs> I can only imagine. So probably does like a, like a, just like a quick bite of a Caesar salad. Yeah, and then it's like, let me get to the hospital. <laughs> so he sees his wife is in horrible pain. I mean, what this poor woman has been through in the past forty eight hours, Jesus! But then it makes him go crazy. This is when he snaps. Yeah, and he barrels down the FDR drive mm-hmm. and gets to the meat packing, busts into Glenn Close's apartment mm-hmm. and just straight up starts strangling her. And as an actress, she gets thrown around so much in yeah. this movie. Yeah. Like I'm not trying to hear about Tom Cruise's like I walked on a something in Dubai once and yeah. then everyone gives him an award for that. She's thrown against walls. Yeah. I I know I watched this movie just this afternoon before this Mm -hmm. and I paused it a couple times during that scene because there is a moment when you can straight up fully see the face of a stunt actor. Oh, really? Yes. He, Michael, Michael Douglas in one shot, it's like it lingers on just a hair too long. It is not him. (laughs) So this is what's crazy is that. Over it's and over her. again, you can see that it's her because it's not like quick cutaway of like ninja kick and then eyes from her. You see her getting choked, thrown yeah. against walls. We should for real quick Google that or just do it later because I feel like I paused it and I was like, oh, that's not Michael Douglas. <laughs> but the, I, nothing about what you're saying surprises me mm. because that's why I dislike Michael Douglas and love <laughs> and Glenn love Close. Yeah. Because he was like, why my dad's Kirk? And then she was like, I mean, throw me against a wall. What that's if what it my wasn't character her though, would do. She's, there's so much hair that you you don't even need to see a face. No, but uh, like emotionally, <laughs> I can sense it. Yes. I know right. when she's yeah. left. It's the body language. Yeah. It's Thank all you. Glenn. She's also kind of in a bridal gown. <laughs> She's in a long sleeve white dress. Yeah. Gets tossed through windows. She picks up a knife. Mm-hmm. He wrestles the knife out of her hand. He almost strangles her to death. They have just this insane back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then he collects himself, like almost murders her, collects himself and like, slowly walks away and then they do this incredible shot of her and she has this like smile on her face it's like anthony perkins at the end of psycho yes Mm. it's so subtle and it's like oh she this is not done sir the thing that i thought when i saw that smile was she thought in her brain alex forrest thought in her brain he really does love me yeah because he didn't kill her and so she's like, it'll happen. It'll work. Which, I, again, something I identify with <laughs> in a man. <laughs> I've got some barata in the yeah. fridge dinner. Oh, and that sink again. Part of, Sorry, just going back for a second. During the fight scene, yeah. they're fighting over the sink where yeah. they had had they had but banged a fortnight what? ago. <laughs> 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 the motion passes. <laughs> God, so he almost kills a woman, gets back on the FDR, goes back to his Wherever. sleepy little town, mm-hmm. files a report with the police, mm-hmm. picks his wife up from the hospital, and then they're kind of like cool with each other. Or she's just Ugh. so like strung out on painkillers. She's like, whatever. She's drawing a bath. He's making her tea. She's going to like 
soak in some Epsom salts. And he's downstairs getting the tea ready, eating a fruit roll-up like everyone in this family is constantly doing. <laughs> Extreme close-ups of the hot and cold knobs mm-hmm. yeah. on the tub. Mm-hmm. Symbolism. Mm-hmm. The relationship, hot, cold, oh, hot, cold. yes. Again, mm-hmm. a young Katy Perry was sitting yeah. in a theater and thought, <laughs> I know how I'm getting the fuck out of wherever she's from. I don't care. <laughs> Santa Clara? Santa Clara. <laughs> And then, and then the movie does this incredible thing where it just straight up becomes a monster movie. Yeah. Because the wife, as you do at the end of a monster movie, wipes the steam away from the mirror and zing. This is why I can't floss after a shower. Yes. Because I am expecting <laughs> yeah. a, something that I can't yeah. tackle to be behind me. <laughs> right. Glenn Close is there in the white dress, holding the knife, talking crazy now stay with me this is why i'm back on glenn close's side at this point (laughs) stay with me this woman is in her own bathroom she knows like where the salts are where there's probably like a loose razor and all she does is just nervously look at her and like tremble a lip you know what i'm doing i'm squirting my dr bromers at you Mm. hopefully you slip around a little bit i got a Mm -hmm. straight razor slice and then run and then maybe like take a photo or two so i can tell the new york daily news about it yeah because i do want to be i'm maybe like yelling for the other person who's in the house also that well, and we're supposed. But to- you know what I mean? Like, I, like I'll, I'll get it done myself. Yeah, yeah. Like Honestly, this, I know where everything's because at. Because Michael, come on. I've been, I've been sitting in a this bad house. place. I don't want him to rescue me right now. <laughs> yeah, I can do this on my own. Thank you. Yeah, he's given me nothing but trouble so far. Yeah. I'll yeah. handle this. Well, so two things immediately come to my mind. One is, how is the daughter not awake and straight up in the middle of this? Absolutely had the same because she already snuck out of the house. She's smoking with the farmer that yeah. she lived down the street. <laughs> yes, that's what's happening. Okay. That is answered. She then. comes home when the sirens are there, stoned out of her gourd, like, oh, fuck. They're like, oh, d- mommy almost got killed. And then she's like, oh, that's cool. Sorry. That's what happened. Okay, great. Well, then the second thing is, I actually love then that the wife has the broken arm because she uses it as a defense mechanism. Eventually, yes. Right. Takes right. a minute. Takes a minute. <laughs> Glenn Close talks crazy at her, is kind, is like holding the knife, and then we have this long shot of her, like she keeps kind of oh. itching herself with the point of the Ooh, knife because she's just that crazy. Super cool. Oh, so- <laughs> You're a cutter. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Very I now. just get you. <laughs> oh, sorry. The other question I had was, how did Glenn Close get up there? Are you telling me in this like kooked out state, she got in a car and she drove it and didn't like drive into their front yard through the garage and try to get the car upstairs like (laughs) how did she show up like it just seems like again she's a career woman in new york she knows how to like set a deadline and she's a problem solver yeah she may have hired someone on task rabbit to give her a ride (laughs) exactly she finds a second staircase don't offer me a problem offer me three solutions and that's what she knows how to do she maybe had like so much energy she just like got on a skateboard also (laughs) well she is like wearing bed clothes so yeah yep so then the two ladies it comes to this kind of like insane face-off it's really scary it's Mm -hmm. really scary it's really like a slasher film they are fighting like crazy michael douglas can't hear it because the teapot is whistling and at this point i'm back on the wife's side because she also fucked up her bath and Mm -hmm. 
rude, Glenn Close. Yes. So now, emotionally, yes. I'm all over the place. At this yes. Point. Now the cold has been running into it for like a full five minutes, and the water is dripping down from the bathroom. You're ruining this woman's home that she put all this effort into. Right. Mm-hmm. They Glenn, just remodeled. Rude. But again, water and the dog. Dog. Because yeah. the dog starts licking the water. The water was filling so much of the bathroom floor that it's dripping down. But like a putz, Michael Douglas mm-hmm. looks at the water coming down from where he knows his wife is taking a bath and mm-hmm. goes, hmm. And it's not until he hears her screaming when he moves the tea kettle that he's like, Absolutely. maybe I should do something. Oh, yeah. Boy. And then Charles Grodin comes in and reprimands the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Remember how much makeup Charles Grodin used to wear? Oh. It was like Caked. Little Richard Pancake. Caked. Yeah. Oh. I, never, I never took note of that. Oh. I guess back. I don't notice things like that. Don't. You'll never unsee it. My You'll grow it out. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I certainly never noticed it on myself when I'm doing it. <laughs> so he moves the tea kettle. He... No time for celestial seasonings Mm-mm. right now Mm-mm. because he hears his wife screaming. Tension tamer, be damned. <laughs> not, not, not tonight. <laughs> Runs upstairs and like... Football tackles Glenn Close mm-hmm. in the bathroom. The wife Against gets away. Against the mirror. Against... That's definitely her head that hits that mirror. Oh, it's 100%. And even if it's candy glass, I don't care. Yeah. That's a bad day at the office. Ooh. Back on Glenn Close's side. <laughs> Again, You all are just ping pong. I haven't around. even touched my junior mints in 20 minutes. I'm just crying and laughing. <laughs> so they have a full out brawl. The mm-hmm. wife is out of the mix. They're fighting, 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 fighting. And then it ends with like, woof. He gets her into the bathtub face first Mm -hmm. and then just stays on that. Yeah. And she fights, 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 fights. The knife is everywhere. I'm super nervous about it. He flips her around. She now has ghost eyeballs. They're Mm -hmm. fully white. Mm -hmm. And he, for the second time in one day, she's been choked out. By this guy. By the same man. (laughs) Yeah. Back on her side. Yeah. Yeah. So she slowly drifts down into the bathtub, eyes wide open. As an actress, she's holding her breath underwater now. Michael Douglas, Definitely what did he do? He got a I also wet. have to say, yeah. at this point, that shot of her under the water is the best she's looked in the whole movie for me. Thank you. She looks stunning. Thank yeah. You. Oh, you can see her freckles. She looks great. Anyway, so it really, it really lifts the weight off the wrinkles. Exactly. 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 So. Michael Douglas is catching his breath. He's like, oh, I can't believe I just murdered the woman I tried to murder. Mm-hmm. Not <gasps> checking on his wife. Not checking on his wife at all. He's just like, oh, boy, my day. Oh, I'll never get what that tea. What a rough one. <laughs> and then again. Where's the tea during all this? <laughs> I only ate half of that fruit roll up. <laughs> but then like what a monster movie, like a slasher movie, there's like one final like, oh, and she jumps out of the bathtub holding the knife. Holding the knife. And out of nowhere, Ann Archer's like... Like a boss. Boom! She has a gun. Yeah. Well, because and- earlier there's one shot of oh. Michael Douglas. Exactly. Like, just while he's on the phone, just kind of casually checking to make sure that the bedside table still has a gun in it because people have guns back then. <laughs> Ann Archer, like a boss, shoots Glenn Close back on her straight side. in the chest. Back on her side. She falls back. Also a little bit like Psycho. Mm-hmm. Grabs, I think, the shower curtain and just is bad out, down for the count. Because I will say, 
let's just if if you know that you're done now, right? You're the monster that got shot. Mm-hmm. She messed up their grouting because trying to get blood <laughs> out of that grouting in a new—they've yes. already sunk so much money to fixing that yes. home up. She was like, "Oh, how about this?" Mm-hmm. I have an all-white apartment. I know what it's like to maintain. Mm-hmm. I thought, <laughs> okay, back on her side. And you know what's? I have experience with this. What's really hard to get out of an apartment is emotional scars. <laughs> that is like mm. almost impossible. It's a lot mm. of sage. Yeah. Well, so my question, the final shot of the film is like Michael Douglas in sweats, shaking a policeman's hand, walking Mm. into the living room. We don't see the wife. We don't see the daughter. And then they just do a slow like push into the family photo and the credits roll. And I'm thinking, hot up. Yeah. You would be packing your bags. Uh You would be getting out of there you would have your family surrounding you weeping from emotional stress and just like definitely like six to twelve months of like regular conversations with the cops yes absolutely yes yeah like there's so much you don't just get to like pat this on the head and like send it away but there's something about showing that family photo on the table as you walk into their home and their beautiful home i thought that's so the suburbs mm, mm-hmm. every time you walk in a house and then you see like a beautiful family mm-hmm. i'm just gonna ask from this point on hey did you ever have an adulterous situation where she came in tried yes. to kidnap your daughter boil your rabbit murder your wife yeah. and then now you're all happy and at the bake sale yeah i'm gonna find you out <laughs> right figure that out that you know the answer is probably no but that one time it's not. I got mm-hmm. you. Barbara Walters. Makes me very suspicious of like an inviting porch. <laughs> <laughs> like a family and some rockers. You know, I'll pass on the sweet tea. Thanks. <laughs> I know what went down here. <laughs> I mean, all in all, this movie is stunning. Mm-hmm. I could... I. I I want an all white apartment now. I love it. Oh. I just love it because it's so well done. There's no like cheesy moments. It's be- it's like so beautiful to look at. And just to see New York in some of those shots. Super yes. cool. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, the way I was thinking of it, it was like it's like a monster movie. It's like an emotional monster movie. Thank you. Thank you. It Thank was you. it truly scared me. You've never seen what did and as I had somebody not seen it ever saw it today for the first time and your final thoughts like would you see, recommend it would you see it again How do I you would feel recommend it? it I don't think I would like to watch it again but um but highly recommended it's like a well made film it is mm-hmm. and I would say that this film is the namesake of this podcast she tells she will Dan, not be ignored I will not be ignored I would definitely say about this movie that. That she would not be ignored. She wasn't. Yeah. And you I'm couldn't. glad that none of us were ignored today. Not today. Not today. Mm-hmm. I have been Ann Johnson. I have been Scott Laurie. And I'm thank you. Jeremy Byler, thank you for having me. Thank you. No one was ignored. I want to tell lies. 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 I want to tell lies.